Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, January 15th. S&P futures are trading off small, about four points. That's about uh, 11 basis points. Europe is trading down about flat flat to down 10 basis points. Most of Asia ended lower um, following the soft US close from yesterday. So um, very, very slow morning thus far. Really not a ton of major news out overnight to talk about. You know, the last big headline that hit was at that Bloomberg article that crossed the tape at 1.30 um, p.m. Eastern time that caused the S&P to kind of have a soft close. That article claimed that beyond phase one, beyond the phase one deal we're going to get today, that there will not be any incremental tariff rollback by the White House between now and the election. Um, I think investors assume that there will be some incremental rollback between now and then, if for no other reason than it will likely bolster Trump's election prospects. Um, and it's a very easy lever for him to pull. Not complete. Now, you're not going to eliminate, obviously, all the tariffs, but certainly um, a tiny bit of incremental rollback is certainly a possibility. If it, and if it doesn't actually happen, um, you know, I suspect that you would see Trump suggest hint um, at such an action between now and the election. So I didn't I don't really think that article is terribly incremental. I think the, the the standard line out of the White House right now is this is it for now. Phase one is it. Um, and we're going to be focusing on compliance and preparing the road for you know phase two talks. I don't think there will actually be another phase two deal, but I do think that it certainly is possible, um, given that you are leaving so many existing tariffs in place that you could see some incremental rollback this summer or, f- or fall. Um so those are my thoughts on uh, that Bloomberg article um, as far as the phase one signing ceremony today. So um, the Chinese delegation is due to arrive at the White House at 11.15. The signing ceremony is scheduled to start at 11.30. Um, there's going to be a lot of people present. There's going to be a lot of media present. I suspect that um, Trump will be taking questions um, throughout and at the end of it. So you know the basic parameters of phase one are pretty well known. It's all the major details have been leaked to the press at this point, asset purchases and FX promises, IP pledges, financial services, et cetera. And the U.S. already has um, stated which tariffs it will be rolling back. So I think, um, you know, in terms of how stocks will react or trade, it will probably come down to that, you know, to, to the Q&A uh, process that Trump will likely hold after the signing ceremony. Um, and I think, you know, the critical details, again, will concern this whole issue of, of tariff rollback. Um, you know, again, what what uh, what what is the potential um, to have tariffs incrementally rescinded? Um, you know, over the coming months, and and again, I suspect that Trump will will kind of claim that there are not um, any plans right now to roll back, but there is the potential for that to occur in the future. So, um, you know, bottom line, I don't think this this eleven thirty a.m. event should be a real big deal for the market one way or the other, but. Um, you know, you could see some headline flashes uh, around that Q&A process towards the end of it. Um, so I have a full preview in the Vital Dawn um, on all my thoughts on that ceremony today. Um, and again, that's at 1130. Um, so just kind of running through the news for today, for this morning, there were two articles out overnight on on uh, in the Wall Street Journal and on Reuters. Reuters had it first um, yesterday, early yesterday night in the U.S., I'm just talking about how the White House is considering new restrictions on Huawei. You know, this has been talked about in the press before, so I don't I don't really think it's, um, you know, an enormous negative for the tape. But it's it's one of the reasons cited for kind of the relatively soft trading this morning. Um, 
you know, again, I, I, I don't think it's terribly important, but I do think it, it shows that even with phase one in place, you are, you know, the relationship between the U.S. and Beijing is going to be fraught. It's going to be very tense um, on a variety of different fronts, not just trade, but geopolitics, um, you know, and, and Huawei falls into that category as well. Um, and so that's probably, the you know, the, the biggest macro piece of news that concerns the U.S., um, there was another soft piece of UK eco data. So that soft inflation out today, um, you know, the drum roll has been, has been building for BOA easing. Um, and I suspect that, you know, this just makes it that much, uh, of an easier decision for them to go forward. Um, so you're, you know, the, the BOE, which is not a you know, terribly critical central bank as far as US stocks are concerned. Um, the inflation number today gives them one more reason to cut, um, as far as our Fed is concerned, you know, there is a ton of focus lately on Fed balance sheet expansion, Fed balance sheet growth with these repo, um, with the repo actions the Fed has taken to ease and calm, um, you know, repo volatility. The Fed yesterday kind of laid out its schedule for the coming months. So they're going to continue intervening in, in repo markets to help stabilize conditions. But there is a lot of concern to the extent you do see the Fed step back dramatically um, and obviously, that would involve kind of shrinking its balance sheet again, um, whether or not this would weigh on equities. And there's a big debate about this latest this latest round of balance sheet expansion. It's not QE. It's not technically QE, but you are still seeing balance sheet expansion. Is that contributing to the equity rally? Is it, is it not contributing? Um, and so, there, you know, that will be interesting to watch over the coming months. I don't think it's anything imminent to focus on right now. Um, but to the extent the Fed were to pull back on on its repo injections because it's com- it's comfortable that markets um, you know have recovered from the volatility of last year, and you were to see the balance sheet kind of you know fall back, um, you know that certainly could weigh a little bit on on multiples at least. Um, so my view on the tape is the same as before, where um, you know I, I continue to think you're going to see earnings and growth forecast estimates stay about static. I don't think you're going to see this big upward inflection in either growth or earnings because of all of the recent trade activities that have occurred. Um, but again, my, my larger gripe is still with kind of valuations where, um, you know, this this secular view that that this view that valuations have shifted on a secular basis from the prior multiple range of 16 to 18 to now this 18 to 20 times. Um, you know, I still I still am skeptical that 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 range, this new upward range is really sustainable. Um in terms of today, so obviously phase one at eleven thirty, that would be the big event. But you do have a couple more earnings. Uh, UNH should hit around six a.m. BlackRock should hit around between six and six thirty. B of A should hit at seven. Goldman should hit at seven thirty. Those are the big ones this morning, and then you only have one tonight. Um, Alcoa, which is at four ten p.m. Um, so again, it's 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 uh, you know we're moving very slowly on the earnings. You know the calendar Q four earnings season always lasts. Um, later than normal. Um, and this one's no different. So even next week on the earnings calendar, it's not terribly heavy. Um, you know, just recapping quickly, yesterday, you had, um, you know, very, relatively solid bank earnings. And, and as I've been saying for a couple of weeks, um, you know, management teams at the Goldman Conference in mid-December were, were pretty optimistic. And the numbers, I would say, exceeded um, some of the guidance figures they gave out in December. All of your main kind of macro metrics as far as loan growth, NIMS, and interest income, et cetera, all of that was in line to a little bit better than expected. Um, the big surprise was on FIC trading, where um, JP Morgan in particular had an enormous um, FIC number. Cities' FIC number also was a little bit better, not 
was also much better than expected. The growth was not nearly as strong as the JP Morgan one was. Um, you know, so I think on the thick front, people view that as being a relatively volatile revenue line item, not the most sustainable. So you tend to see some large swings on the upside and downside. Um, and you do see investors tend to fade it on both ends. So, um, you know, I think that may be one reason why the reactions yesterday were somewhat muted, although you know, obviously banks uh, still wound up outperform, outperforming. Wells was a big outlier um, where they're, you know, they're still trying to work through some of, the, some of their legacy issues, and that is still weighing on their earnings. So Wells obviously ended the day lower. Um, so that is pretty much everything for today. You are going to see just quickly, I guess, um, you know, there's a lot of political noise. So you're going to see Pelosi hand over the articles of impeachment today. That's expected. The impeachment trial is going to start in earnest on Tuesday, the 21st. Um, you know, again, markets widely expect acquittal. Markets have not cared about this issue at all. So I don't think you're going to see markets start to care today. The Senate is considering this, this legislation that would um, ostensibly impose restrictions on, on Trump's ability to conduct military activity um, against Iran. It's largely symbolic. You are going to see a bunch of Republican defections, at least four, um, you know, upper close to possibly 10. There is not enough support, it looks like, to override a veto. Um, and even if this thing were to pass and override a veto, Trump would still have a lot of flexibility. The restrictions only concern the Pentagon, um, whereas Trump would still have the ability via the CIA and some other agencies, um, you know, to conduct activity. So it's more, I think, just a, um, you know, a, a statement of criticism on the part of Congress with regards to Iran. Um, again, I don't think the market should focus on it uh, all that much. And you are likely to see a USMCA vote um, this week, possibly today, but probably Thursday or Friday. That's widely expected to pass. Um, and again, probably not that important for the markets. Just finally, on the Democratic debate last night, um, it was quite boring. Um, you know, you saw some drama between uh, between um, Sanders and Warren, but I don't think you're going to see anyone's poll numbers shift. Um, you know, it still is kind of a Biden versus Sanders race. If anything, I think Biden's poll numbers have been have been holding up much better in these first two states, Iowa and New Hampshire, which he had been expected to lose for months. Um, and Biden still polls well nationally. So, you know, I still think that Biden is on track to capture the nomination. Um, and then I still think he's on track to probably lose to Trump in November um, based on everything we know now. So that is it for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening.